No slurping, guys. No slurping. <laughs> no burping. Yeah. No burping. No slurping. Okay, no burping. No slurping. No pooping. No farting. Hi. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And welcome to the. I forgot what it was called then. Welcome to the. <laughs> 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 Start welcome to the abadashery. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome back to the Viva Life Show with me, Tori Reed, and guests, who I'll introduce in a moment. First off, Happy New Year, and welcome to the first proper episode of the Viva Life Show in this decade. Um, so, I guess I might as well tell you who I'm with. Currently sat around a table with cups of tea, so if you hear slurping, it's not me, it's them. First up, we have, who you should already know, CEO and co-founder, Josh Bolding. Wagwan. Hiya. Hey. Nice and professional. Oh, I like it. <laughs> then, to the right of me, I've got my n- newly found twin, um, <laughs> also known by Louisa, who is also known as the Vivo Life Marketing Executive. No. no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. Should we try it? See, okay, if I don't know. There you go, you are a partnerships executive. We'll get there eventually. And we should probably backtrack because Louisa doesn't officially start until tomorrow. This yes. is true. So we thought we'd throw her in at the deep end and get her straight on the Viva Live show. Yeah. Hello, everyone. This is, this is her initiation. We should probably if, tell you a job title as well. Yeah. <laughs> you are a partnerships executive. If you hear this podcast on Wednesday and never hear from Louisa again, <laughs> you know, she can't make it. <laughs> Send me a message and let me know you're thinking about me. <laughs> and then to the left of me, we have Miss Clifton, our head of marketing. Oh, head of marketing. Head of mar- <laughs> yeah, you are head of marketing. Premature promotion. <laughs> I'll take that. Marketing manager. There we go. Marketing manager. Okay. So we're really good at knowing each other's positions. <laughs> um, fortunately, first and foremost, apart from uh, colleagues, we are good friends. And that's why we thought this would be a great podcast to do. So going into the new year, it's been on everybody's minds and Instagram captions and Facebook <laughs> captions about their resolutions and their goals. And if you haven't read Josh's emails about setting your goals uh, for this nice. year... Yeah, you see how I slip that in there? Cheeky plug. <laughs> <laughs> then make sure you do read it or contact us to send it to you because, Josh, do you want to actually, it's so you don't hear my voice the whole time. Josh, <laughs> can you just give a brief summary of your perfectly worded email? Uh, no, because I can't articulate myself as well as I can in the written word. However, I think it's something that we wanted to speak about a bit more was kind of like the general theory behind goal setting and kind of like how to set goals that count and how to set goals that actually become reality because it's very easy and I've been guilty of it myself like the start of the year you write down a hundred different things that you want to achieve and then you don't look at the list until next December I'm being told off for not being close enough to the mic well no he just keeps talking to us rather than the mic but okay we continue. Um, <laughs> and you, you write yourself a load of throwaway goals and then you don't actually follow them through and you probably don't look at them until the end of the year and you think oh no I didn't achieve them again so really it's just about setting a blueprint which can actually allow you to reach your goals mm-hmm. and we want 2020 to be the year where everyone can actually go after the goals that they set setting quality goals that actually mean something to you and actually are going to get you closer to where you want to be rather than just like throw away goals mm-hmm. like um, I want to I want to lose weight or I want to make more money and that kind of stuff we want goals that people are actually they're tangible right and you yeah. know what it looks like if you just want to lose weight then what does losing weight look like but if you say that was my elbow 
by the way. <laughs> and but if you want to say if you say you want to lose ten pounds and you have a target and then you also have a game plan to get there because mm. if you want to lose ten pounds by the end of the year, then you can set that as like one pound per month and then a couple of fluctuations if you do fall off path. So it's yeah. like very easy to then be accountable to those goals. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think a lot of people they want to lose weight but they don't actually like work out how they're gonna do it and then it gets mm. to the end of the year and they're like I've carried on the way I was last year and I've not made any changes mm. and I haven't lost weight, but I set that as a goal and they thought they were just automatically going to lose weight because they made it their 2020 goal. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, felt, I, I saw a friend who posted a story about this today um, and I mean, I completely resonated with it, but it's about kind of going back to again what you said as well and it's, it's setting that goal plan and making those habitual changes. It, it's actually like knowing those steps and coming up with the formula of how you're going to achieve them. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I mean, anybody who knows me knows that I am the, the world's worst pers- procrastinator. <laughs> I can come up yeah. with, like, absolutely life-changing ideas for myself and for other people, but actually making it happen is a completely different thing because I sometimes can get extremely overwhelmed by actually coming up with a plan of how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. When really, when you can sit down and strip it back, it's quite logical. Mm-hmm. But that kind of, like, thought of, oh... Okay, so how do I actually make this happen? Mm. And I'm like, oh, retract, retract. <laughs> and in actual fact, like a year isn't actually that long. No. Like if you set yourself like five massive goals, like you've only got 12 months to do those mm. goals. Yeah. Like you need to work out like how you're going to reach those goals and like break it down. <laughs> Who is that? Um, can you? Oh, Josh isn't going to. Sorry, it's my laptop that's making sounds. I'm disappearing. One moment. So yeah, you need to like take, take it back to the basics and like work out what steps you're going to take to achieve those goals. Rather than just be like, yeah, I'm going to do 50 million things this year. Mm. Yeah. You have no idea. You're going in blind. You have no idea how to achieve them. Mm. I also feel like it's really important to understand that, like, you are going to trip up and you are going to have moments where you haven't really achieved in the momentum you wanted to. And it's just carrying on and not thinking, oh, I need to start again. It's like, no, no, you just did one thing, which was probably very human, and then carry Mm -hmm. on and keep consistent with it because... The consistency is the key and doing things you've never done before is what's going to get you there. And I think as well, like for me, not for me, something I've thought of, (laughs) um, is it's also knowing when life gets in the way you you do have that ability to be flexible, Mm. but at the same time holding yourself accountable. So it's not, if something doesn't go right, it's not justifying it if you've just not put the work in or or you've fallen off track, like falling off track and getting on track is one thing, falling off track and then just continuing to chill is another. But sometimes, for example, like as a female, you might have a job career, then you fall pregnant. Like, and then you feel like a failure because you haven't done what you've wanted. It's not, if you, if you haven't achieved something because life takes you down a different route, mm-hmm. like not to beat yourself up about it at the mm-hmm. same time. Um, goalposts move, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, well that- <laughs> That, that covers that email. It's the end of the podcast, guys. We'll see you next week. You've got the pregnancy bomb there. Didn't have to say after that. Welcome to 2020. Um, no, so yeah, I think that covers the email nicely. So, as you now get a bit of an idea about what this podcast is going to be about. Um, but one thing I think is always worth doing, I'm actually going to throw a bombshell in because <clears throat> these guys weren't prepared for this one. They like to be prepared. Here we go. Twister. <laughs> um, I would like... I think it's important, and I'm hoping you've all done this anyway, so it shouldn't you shouldn't have needed to put in the work. 
but that your face you're like what's coming have I done it <laughs> oh no but a reflection on 2019 and I think that's the one thing that I find is often when we go into new years yep. we're all excited about that year ahead and yep. we're planning our goals and this that and the other but it's like actually this is the most key and valuable moment to reflect on everything that you have actually achieved mm-hmm. in the last Absolutely. year and it's those things that you didn't necessarily plan out to achieve yeah but you've got through, you've accomplished, whether that's a hardship, whether that is a goal, mm-hmm. whether it's a, a hobby or a career path or whatever it is. 100%. And that is something that I hold myself accountable for not doing enough. Like, I'm always this kind of person that's like, okay, as soon as something's done, I move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. next? And you also, and you don't actually take that time to actually sit back and think, wow, like, I actually did an amazing thing so there. True. And just I'll like, yeah. yeah, and just own it and just yeah. be like really, really proud because that, that sense of pride and that motivation you get from that is going to pull over and actually make you more motivated into your next goals anyway. But like, if you've like given your all to something and worked really, really hard in it, then like own it and like be yeah. proud of that and like yeah. tell people about it. Like, there's no shame. People, if you surround yourself with the right people, people want to hear when you've done well. People, you know, we're not surrounding ourselves with the kind of people that are going to get jealous or they're not going to want to hear you bigging up yourself. Like if you've done it and you've put the work in, like own it. It's a weird culture that we live in, isn't it? Because I remember it's when I first went out to LA. So I'm going back to like 20, pointing at you, going back to around 2015 time. And um, this was actually, it was related in regards to kind of how we feel about our looks and stuff, but it also relates into a lot of the stuff we do. And it really came to my attention how, I think it's more European because it's definitely not the Western way because Americans don't do it. Um, But in regards to the fact that, yeah, we don't, we feel like you don't want to be cocky Jeremy, yeah. you don't want to preach about your your successes or celebrate the yeah. things that you've achieved because you don't want people to think that you're boasting or being arrogant. And it's it's so bizarre. We're so hesitant to talk about our passions when really, like, mm. that's what sparks the best conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it actually just... Yeah. And you, you yeah. want to hear about what people love doing because you can see it on their face and then they get excited and you get excited and you think, oh, well, I'm going to do this thing that I really like because mm. that's making them really happy. And it's just the positivity it needs to keep coming, you know? Completely. Realistically, if they're not excited about what you've achieved... Totally. You probably don't want to tell them anything else. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Conversation shut down. Yeah, exactly. But it is a really weird concept that yeah. we do feel a little bit like... We shouldn't be there. Yeah, and we end up just not thinking about them. Mm. So, Josh, coming to you first. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the question? Um, just something that you have been proud of, of the year prior. 2019? Yeah. Um, well, on a business level, like, I'm massively proud of everything we did for um for the amazon for green friday for just the environment in general i think last year was a year where the planet needed us more than ever mm-hmm. and like i'm so proud of everyone in the company for like really standing up like people using their voice people coming to me with ideas people saying like this is what we want to do um people using like their position to make a difference and like to be like be able to, to look back at the year and think we planted eighty thousand trees yeah. like if you imagine looking out that window now and seeing eighty thousand trees you probably couldn't even comprehend yeah, it and like nice. seeing that like if you could see the impact you'd be like you like you'd get goosebumps you like seeing it and to think we did that is like yeah i'm really really proud of that Good. Definitely. Uh, yeah. And on a personal level? On a personal level. We're not all co-founders. <laughs> <laughs> on on well well yeah you know you say that though but like it's that has been that was not that was not me like yeah. that was not on me that yeah, was, was that was everyone from like from people that 
everyone in the business, everyone, and our customers too, because everyone without the customers, then they wouldn't have we wouldn't have made that possible. Can I just say you're doing that thing? What? you're not celebrating that's terrible <laughs> no, no actually yeah you're right you're right 100 percent. you're being modest yeah because everybody like obviously all down to the customers none mm. of it could happened without everybody yeah do you know what i mean and everybody put their contribution towards that and i think that's amazing yeah but the bottom line is none of that would have been even and any further than somebody's idea do you know what I mean if that wasn't for you, you and Sal setting up Vivo Life and making it what it is today exactly. and where it's going to be yeah so thank you own it okay then I will on a personal level it sounds really lame but I'm most proud of how I stopped being so fucking busy mm. all the time and how it's like, great, I, isn't it? like yeah he's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> it's, well, that. Yeah, you yeah, just wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one. <laughs> but, but being being able to like finally after like five years of slogging my guts out and like I really like I really don't regret it because I had such an amazing time doing it. But to be able to get to the point now where I can step back and have like a real work life balance mm-hmm. and like really be able to detach and be able to like have time for the things that are most important for me, which are the people in my life. Mm-hmm. Right? How many times have you caught yourself where? you've been, I don't know, like you, you've forgot someone's birthday or mm-hmm. you've, um, I don't know, something, you haven't given someone the time that they needed because you were too busy with something that was probably a lot less important. And to be able to, like 2019 was the first year, I can probably say in like five years where I've been in a place where like I had time, I had mm-hmm. work-life balance and I wasn't busy. I wasn't just, and I reprioritized as well. I wasn't just chasing the stuff that I, that just working for the sake of working and just doing the stuff that wasn't moving the needle I was doing the stuff that I do best and then the rest of the stuff like I had space and that was really really nice so I'm proud of that I like it so you should be Louisa um so I think for me personally this year has been a bit of a shake up oh last year sorry (laughs) shake up up in the past Um, yeah, so I just did a big leap of faith and uh, moved myself across the pond and uh, met some amazing people and just tapped into a total different side of myself where I didn't take, I didn't put pressure on me to achieve certain things. I just kind of became more aware of what I want and what I like and who I am as well because I, I was always, my mum calls me frantic Frida. <laughs> so I'm always like running around I'm always trying to fill in do too many things at once and mm-hmm. for the first time because I was in a new environment I was forced to be on my own a little bit more whereas growing up with like a big family and everything and a twin you're always busy you're always with someone and I was suddenly in this place where I was alone even though I wasn't but I don't know I was more mindful and yeah I just tapped into that whereas now I feel a lot more like I know what I want and I'm ready for the next chapter. With Viva Life. Hey. So yeah, here I am. Are you going? Or you can go, Miss Clifton. <laughs> By the way, Miss Clifton's name is actually Charlotte. <laughs> My surname's Claire. Um, am I doing professional and personal? Whatever you, Whatever you feel. Do you have both? Okay. My professional is kind of quite similar to Josh's. Um, well, beginning with like I feel like my career did take a bit of a step up this year, which is really great like the year before was a lot of like crafting um and then now we've had a lot more people join the marketing team which is great and i've like learned a lot about like managing people and stuff which i've really really enjoyed um and then 
alongside what Josh was saying about like actually being able to make a difference mm. like obviously we were making a difference before but I feel like this year we've really kind of like stepped up a bit in terms of like making our voices heard a lot more and like being a, a bit more of like a leader brand mm. and like showing other brands and customers and stuff how to do things themselves and yeah. like yeah really like make our voices heard um which is really great because it's really good to know that like we're making a difference and personally mm. I'm making a difference through work as yeah. well um so yeah that's probably professionally personally um I feel like this year I've really like taken more time to like work out what I actually enjoy doing rather than just mm -hmm. saying yes to things so I've learned to say no more I've got a really really long way to go <laughs> <laughs> but like I've done a lot more of like self-love mm -hmm. um I've done sound healing um flotation tanks stuff like that which I've really enjoyed and I feel like I've just found out a lot more about what I like truly enjoy doing um where you find yourself yeah mm. um I feel like I, yeah I've just slowed down a bit like I used to be a bit of a party animal <laughs> didn't we are um, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> so yeah I feel like I've just discovered myself a bit more this year which is good I love that yeah I smashed think, it I think that's the thing as well isn't it it's like every year you just feel like you know yourself that little so bit so true yeah. and I've learned to love sleep like loads <laughs> like as in not not sleep value late. It. yeah value sleep so that like, I, I go to bed early now like half nine is like my happy time <laughs> is that's so boring I was going to say, say in other words like, she's getting old she's been friends with Josh too long also. <laughs> I know I'm just hanging out with Josh too long um, Josh is trying to go the other way and I'm, <laughs> I'm swinging right back the other way so for me um, on a personal level I'm not going to lie there's been a few I overcame a lot of challenges and I was really really proud of my strength in regards to dealing with everything that I did um, but the one thing that I've really found kind of like a solace in and a, a pride in is taking up art mm. um, I haven't done art since GCSE and I don't even know how I got an A star because I didn't even complete the coursework um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I managed it anyway. So obviously that was what 13, 14 years ago. You stay right? mad. And then this summer, like, or oh, the summer just come, I had a really um, anxious period, and for whatever reason, my gut decided to go and do art. I, I had not painted a thing or drawn a thing. Like I'm not, as far as I was aware, artistically inclined. But I also thought the same about writing. I didn't think I could write. Apparently, I can. So anyway, I, I got some paints, got some sponges, started on a canvas, and I then posted it on my Instagram, and I had like four people straight away being like, yo, can you commission me a piece? Wow. I was like, sorry, what? And it was then, really good. Thank you. And then I, Show me that. I wasn't ready to, <laughs> to be doing it for other people, because this was, like that piece in particular was... It was personal. Yeah, and that mm. piece in particular was, because it was a period of time that I needed to get out of the funk, yeah. and that was what I used as meditation. Like that is me finding a way to meditate because mm. I struggle. Um, and then I was able to do Josh a piece for his birthday. And for me, like, I have so much pride in that because when you've got such, like, good friends who you can't put it into words, and anybody who knows me knows that I can't put Josh into words. Mm -hmm. So for me to be able to express it on a canvas... Yeah, yeah. powerful. You're, like, it makes me feel so emotional because oh. I felt so much pride in being able to express it mm -hmm. and actually get it out there. So that for me was like a big thing last year. Like It was the most beautiful gift I've ever received, the most mm -hmm. thoughtful and it just Aww. 
the the meaning behind it like you say we're so in a way we're so uh limited by vocabulary because mm-hmm. yeah. i i always think about this like how vocabulary is is created by humans in like a very linear kind of Trying format to put right a name on things. Yeah, yeah exactly and there's so <laughs> there's categories yeah. Yeah. when it can be so much more exactly and there's so much that cannot be expressed and it was like that just kind of like represented everything and it's yeah and you made it which is even more it's like it was your time and your thought process it's exactly. not just like cuz me of course i speak before i think but <laughs> so really? for doing so yeah really. so for you to do something like that is like this is something that I enjoyed doing and I felt it when I did it's, it. And that was the main thing I yeah. think for me. It was like, I could not, I can't remember doing it mm. because I went into such a space that I had no idea what this thing was going to look like. <laughs> I had no idea where yeah, I was no building it. No, yeah. no plan at all. It just That's amazing. happened. So that was a really lovely gift to discover last year. Mm. Good. Uh, a bit like life in general isn't it sometimes like sometimes it's nice to have that goal and that plan but sometimes yeah. it's nice to just flow mm-hmm. as yeah. well and just like kind of just see what it's comes the gut. yeah and i think that was the biggest thing for me as well like even with people mm-hmm. um there were numerous people who i'd be like oh, 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 and but they're nice people yeah you're, Do you know I mean? Mean? But you're arming and ahhing you're not yeah, making excuses some, something didn't feel right mm-hmm. and then i got to this point where i started like cutting certain people off or not necessarily cutting them off per se because I hate that saying mm. um, but just distancing myself yeah um, I think is a better one like I'd always be there for anybody just prioritising yeah who changing mattered. my priorities mm. in regards to who I spent a certain amount of time with etc sure. yeah. and from doing that I think the universe rewarded me with the people that it gave me yeah um, so yeah like on exactly <laughs> so that was a, a long story short short <laughs> um, worth it can't wait right. <clears throat> what we just talked about (laughs) so now i'm going to go to topics that you were aware of um and i would like to know what you would leave in 2019 (laughs) so this isn't necessarily like doesn't have to be a personal thing because i mean we could sit there and say i was gonna leave sandra i don't know (laughs) i'm really sorry sandra um i promise i haven't left you um, but yeah, so <laughs> you can come in. <laughs> yeah, you can come in. But what would you, what would you like to have left behind in 20, 2019? I feel like twenty nineteen was just in general. Like I think it was a very seismic year for a lot of people and the planet as well. Like it felt like it was a real year of shift, right? Mm-hmm. So many people were kind of becoming so much more conscious of uh, their their habits, like their mm-hmm. consumption, like. Yeah. Um, and then at the same time, we were seeing all these kind of like natural disasters and kind of like protests and everyone rising up and it felt like mm. and we had the brexit thing we had mm. like it felt like every there was like trying to be some sort of shift so i feel whatever we're leaving behind in 2019 like probably needs to go and i hope we can move into 2020 in like that space where all that baggage is kind of gone yeah. but what but top, sorry. top of my list was cauliflower so it's nothing <laughs> nothing to do with that it's been sacked off we had it last night. i just no. sorry Josh, you're with Josh, me Josh, aren't you I'm not bothered by it. It's just a dead vegetable. Yeah, I love like it. I don't understand cauliflower. Have you ever had a cauliflower a... steak where you like roast it? So yeah, I don't get it. it, and it goes I all, don't get it. It goes all juicy and tender. But it's cauliflower. Well, it's I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. So... I'm sorry, but it's been left behind. All right, it's left. See ya. No, but no, leaving that behind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're all leaving it behind. <laughs> it's the equivalent, you know, like when you used to eat turkey at Christmas dinner, and like you would spend like three days brining it and hanging it upside down, and like trying to do all these spectacular ways to cook it, and like you have to do that for a cauliflower. You can't just. When you hang the turkey upside down. You like do like special ways. 
days of cooking this turkey just because like no one actually liked turkey. I, I, but I don't believe that anyone actually likes cauliflower. I, I do love Brussels sprouts. Anyway, Louisa. <laughs> okay. Okay, we digress. So, um, for me, I think I'm leaving behind procrastination. Ooh. In 2019, I was procrastination.com. I'm sorry, can we just pause a second? Because Josh has the heaviest feet that I've ever known about. <laughs> so, whilst the elephant comes back and slams his notebook on the table. Do you know what um, Clubfoot Ant is? Bigfoot, I think, in German. I think. Clubfoot Ant. Yeah. Clubfoot Ant. Isn't that big, heavy foot? Well, yeah. So back to procrastination. And it's procrastination, yeah. That is procrastinating. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Yeah, procrastination.com, I don't know. It was one of those things where I said I wanted to do something and I didn't physically get to the point of doing it. It was just like me rewarding myself with, oh, I'm going to do this thing, but then not actually following through with it. And that's just making excuses. So... But maybe I just wasn't ready. Now I'm ready. Did I not introduce her as my twin? So yeah, I mean, I've I've talked a few times about my procrastination. Um, But yeah, I... I mean, I'd like to have left Trump. (laughs) Uh, Didn't didn't seem to happen. Um, So for me, I'm going to... I wish I could leave judgment. Mm. She says after she she asks to get rid of someone. That's that's (laughs) natural Uh, instinct, though. We always judge. No matter what. Yeah, no, I disagree. I think I think we can have like a pre-thought about something yes. but in regards to actually actively Vocalizing judging. Vocalizing it. And even actively judging because mm. I, I feel too often we allow our thoughts to kind of control our emotions. Mm. Whereas if we actually be like, like I, I have caught myself doing it like often. So it might even be, you see a status on, on Instagram. Yeah. And you don't necessarily agree with it. You think it's a little bit of poopy. Or you don't think it's made the right point, and I'll be like, oh, this person, yeah, what's this person like? Why are they writing this? Or da da da. And it's like, actually, hold 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 up a second. Just because I don't necessarily agree with how it's been worded, mm. or because I don't necessarily understand the context in which they've written it, does not give me the right to judge because I'm not that person. Like the likelihood is the intention behind it has actually come from a good place because even like I remember this was, must, it was about it was two years ago wasn't it the Manchester bombings oh, and the Ariana yeah. Grande, Grande mm. concert and I remember I got I, I cried myself to sleep that night but the main reason was obviously it was devastating what happened but what frustrated me the most was the amount of hate that was coming out of everybody and I mm. understood everybody's anger entirely because I was there not there but in regards to the yeah. feeling um, but the hate aspect and the judgment and the, the mass judgment that came from it, like, devastated me. And and I think it's, Ariana, it's a type of defensive no, mechanism for people. for people too, though. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like sometimes when you feel, especially in, like, things like devastation, you the more, when you feel like you're, you have no ability to make a change to it and it's something that does affect you. Mm. It can be very easy to get angry and to get defensive and become judgmental towards something. Mm -hmm. For example, I'm not going to lie, vegans do it. Mm -hmm. We all know what happens. We, like, it's a deep-rooted awareness of us. It's not a belief, it's an awareness, right? And so I understand why people get passionate talking about it and trying to explain to people but then when other people don't quite comprehend it or they're not at that point to understand yet, we sit there and get angry and, and, and we're judging them because we're like, well, we know, I've changed, like, I've changed my habits, mm-hmm. you could do it too. 
but sometimes it just takes people we don't understand the context we don't understand no. their and everyone's their so mental, different yeah like how people get to their certain thought processes mm-hmm. like I think judgment also goes for judging ourselves and I don't think yeah. we can ever fully release judgment on other people until we stop judging ourselves and I think if we actually look at when we judge we're probably so much more judgmental of our own selves mm-hmm. than we are of other people we judge you, you find yourself mm-hmm. judging your own thoughts when they come into your head judging your own actions and sometimes being able to release that judgment and, and say this is part of my journey this is where I'm at right now this is part of the process of learning and also I am not these thoughts that are coming up into my head these are just synapses firing this is not me and I cannot be I cannot judge myself based on what I've done or what I haven't done I can only be here right now yeah. and I can only move forward so I think that's the first thing that we need to release and then hopefully then we can release that judgment of other people too I also felt yeah because normally if it is a judge and if it's a judgment of somebody else it's normally linked to a an issue that we have with ourselves mm-hmm. for example like yeah. when you're jealous of somebody it's because you, they've got something that you want right yep. um, there's so many different kind of examples of that mm-hmm. but yeah I think it is is if you are, and I've always said this, I, I am so embracing of negative emotions mm-hmm. purely because they are indicators of change. Mm-hmm. They're indicators of areas that I have to still work on. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, that that's where you end up reaching an eternal. I, I don't expect it's to reach it in this lifetime. Yeah. Uh, but that that you just want to keep leveling up on the kind of contentment zone. Do you know what I mean? Not yeah. not becoming nonchalant. Is that the right word to use? Um, yeah. But yeah, so being aware, but being understanding and understanding of everything that goes on around you yeah. and people's actions. Very yeah. good. Mm. Now I think it's just like it's it's having value to things. So if you believe in something and I don't value how what mm. you see, there's always going to be this disconnect because I'm I'm not thinking the same thing you are and I don't see it. Whereas it's just understanding that, okay, I value this, they value that, and then respecting that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't judge someone for valuing something no. more than you value no. something else. Exactly. Like, we all have our own things that we value more. Like, we all have rankings of what we value most yeah. in mm-hmm. life. Mm. That's what makes us so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, like, just going down a kind of animal route again, but like how I remember going on Facebook and the anger I saw of people about Hewlin Dog Festival. Mm. Right, and obviously the Chinese eating the dogs and stuff, and it is it's barbaric. Mm-hmm. But it's also when, their culture. But also, when was eating a living being not barbaric? Yeah. Just because we see dogs as pets. Yeah. And it's the same with this new documentary that's on Netflix, the "Don't Fuck with Cats" documentary. Like mm. everyone's obviously going mad because like I love cats. Da 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 da. I'm like, yo. Like, he killed a human in that too. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Spoiler alert. Yep, sorry. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. No, I haven't seen it. I, I, I can't. Interesting, though. Um, but yeah, like, we need to, we just... Yeah. And on the other hand, so also releasing judgment for those people that are doing that, because we also know that these these people, if if you're on Facebook complaining about Yulin Dog Festival, you care. You care about yeah, animals. Yes. Care you about just haven't made the connection because you've had years and years and years of conditioning mm-hmm. by people telling you you need to eat meat, by yeah. meat industry like advertising these products. And this we we cannot judge those people for, for eating the meat because mm-hmm. we all have at some point and we've all been there. Yep. So we have to be able to step back and say like actually this is just part of part of the process, but equally educate them in in like a kind way which I hope we can do yeah not a scare tactic no exactly yeah like we've been lucky enough to be around people to to educate ourselves and like 
noticed these things at an earlier stage. Took me a while, yeah. yeah. I remember like the amount of conversations I would have with people because for me, obviously, I was in the competing world and bodybuilding and stuff already. And the amount of people I'd ask and be like, yeah, but protein, like. Mm. Yeah, I can't yeah. because of protein. Like, this That's is, because this of media. Right it's so forced. You need yeah. to have this much protein and you don't. Yeah. And yep. it's crazy, but we're just conditioned by whatever we're fed. Yeah, we'll get there. Anyway, you? Um, going on social media at the weekends. Yeah, cool. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like when I go on at the weekends, I'm just watching what everyone else is doing at their weekends. And mm. I need to be doing that. Yeah. yeah, you're only there comparing yourself when you don't need to be. Exactly. Mm. Well, like, I just feel like I'm just distracting, weekend, isn't it? It's yeah. Just... Yeah, like yesterday, was it Sunday? Yeah. yeah. I was like switching my phone off for pretty much all day, and I just had the best day ever. Mm. Mm. Like, you can just get out there and and like enjoy the world and not be scrolling aimlessly. Like yeah. I. Like, literally, if I have, like, a spare five minutes, I'm, like, scrolling. It's yeah. just so pointless. You're not even really looking at it either. It's literally a mindless thing. Yeah. yeah. But the worst part is you are taking it in. Yeah, I know. You are taking it in. Um, but that's something I definitely learned from Josh as well. Like, I've turned off my notifications. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to, like, if I'm on my phone, I'm generally messaging somebody. Yeah, like, I'm there's in a, a reason com- for it. I'm in it. a conversation, yeah. yeah. Get in, get out. Taking a picture, <laughs> whatever, yeah. Make it efficient. <laughs> Um, okay. If it wasn't for Vivo, <clears throat> I don't think I'd have. I wouldn't have Instagram. Do you reckon? No. I think there's there's something to be said for a digital detox. I've deleted my Instagram app off my phone a few times for like three days, yeah. and I've had the best yeah. time. Yeah. We did it in Bali like two years ago. Last year, yeah. Last year. It's worth a go. And it was just amazing. Mm. Like I deleted WhatsApp and everything. It was so nice. Mm. But even if you just do that like once or twice a week, it's like enough and you, you just feel better and you yeah. will find that you go to your phone less. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm I really, just, really I just leave though. my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Like as long as, it, as, long as I don't I know even know where my, my phone is right now. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I know where my key people are or if I'm especially with them, then I yeah. have absolutely yep. zero reason. Yep. Okay, so we've covered. We got more. We got more. I got a list. I thought oh, we said a create a list. Yeah. I put low low fat vegan diets oh, because yeah, it because <laughs> they <laughs> I we saw so we saw a big thing in 2019 of people leaving the vegan diet right because of X issue it didn't work for them and like yeah. I think you can draw so many of these parallels back to people that followed like this super restrictive like super high carb super low fat low protein a lot of the time vegan diet and I think these these like stereotypes of what a vegan diet is it's like it's we're finding now like if you want to make this succeed in the long term it's about balance um and like yeah this low fat approach doesn't work fats are not to be feared fats are friends not fair that was lovely thank you for that you're welcome here all week next topic um so what's the next topic no what are you leaving no we're still on that one we're still talking about what we're leaving behind. Yeah. What I told you? I know, but Josh decided he wanted to do this. I mean, I can stuff at any point. They're, they're just rant. I've got Christmas crackers. What? I've got... Co- what? My mum, yeah, my mum's got Christmas crackers. She made them herself well. out of loo rolls, but they didn't have the actual crack noise. That's cute. <clears throat> so you, you so did, nice. all you have to do is go... When you yeah, pull it. Like, <laughs> Good. Yeah, I, I would like to leave behind... Plastic! Yeah. And yeah. I know it's not as easy to switch overnight, but... It's something that we were talking about the other day because it's something that I like. I don't know why all of a sudden it's really got to me, um, but it's things like 
for example, when if you do want, do want to get like uh, a soft drink, fizzy drink, fizzy pop, soda, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Something goes pop. But just get a can. Just, <laughs> get, just get a can. Yeah. It tastes better out of a can, you know? It does. That's... Like, it's, it's not necessary to go and get a glass bottle. Or get it from, like, one of those dispenser machines and just don't put a plastic top on it. Yeah, bring your own cup. Yeah. Same with stuff. This is the thing. I actually put it on my... Because um, I didn't realise it was my mum the other day. She had some leftovers. I never have leftovers. My mother had leftovers. <laughs> uh, and obviously, she was like, oh, I really don't like using freezer bags, you know? And I was like... Mm. Yeah, I didn't even think about freezer bags. I've been <laughs> on my Instagram. Film. Oh, yeah, don't, we don't use cling film. I'll go into that one. Mm, I've got found, one now, actually. Yeah, well, okay. Mm-hmm. I've got a solution um, to that. Yeah, I was going to say, cling <laughs> oh, film, I've got a solution. Um, but, yeah, so in regards to the freezer, I put it out there, and a lot of people were saying, like, jars and stuff. But, I mean, like, I personally don't quite feel comfortable putting glass in a freezer. No, they crack. Yeah, yeah. that's and for sure. Also, I'm not so sure in regards to space efficiency. Uh, but I have found biodegradable freezer bags. Um, but when someone made a point, do double check that they are biodegradable, not degradable. Mm-hmm. Um, little nifty thing to make, be sure of. And also that you can get um, like reusable stuff. So although I think some of them were still made out of plastic, if they if you can get them to last for years and years and years, it's still a better option than using freezer bags. Um, Get rid of that espresso machine you got, or if you don't want to get rid of it, you can buy little metal capsules that you put filled with coffee in. So yeah. for the Aeropress, there's the like you can ones. get a reusable one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's just being a bit more conscious. Like I'm really aware of like putting things in the shopping bag as well, and it's like, <clears throat> okay, I really like that though. Yeah, but it's in plastic, and I'm like, mm. okay, just because I like something doesn't mean that I can justify it anymore. Yeah, like, I can't keep using that excuse and just having it as a treat. It's not necessary. Like, yeah. just get something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just think all of us need to just make that change now and just stop being like, oh, but no. Yeah. yeah. If just, just unless yeah. you need it, like if you have medication. Yeah. Medication comes in plastic, and if it's like you really need. Hundred percent. Then I get it. Do you know what I mean? But. But even like even like I, I now I've been guilty of it. Like if I forget my water bottle, I'm like, oh, it's just one plastic mm-hmm. bottle. But that'll be on the planet for a hundred and forty years. That one bottle. Crazy. So dehydrate everybody. Yeah. No, yeah. but like they've now got that can of water. I'm even going to say the brand name because I think it's amazing. Yeah. Can o water. I think they're brilliant. They're, it is a slightly more expensive, um, but they've yeah. got a little sealant at the top. So once you open the can, you can close it again. Oh, that's genius. It's absolutely bloody genius. Oh, wait, how does it close? Oh, the little, little slidey thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Or you go and get yourself a glass bottle. Like, yeah. Or you just ask them to refill. Or just put your mouth under the tap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not one for tap water, but I'd actually rather do that right now than buy a plastic bottle. Yeah. Or go to I a coffee shop and ask for like a ceramic mug yeah. full of water. Hmm. Options, guys, options. So, I've remembered mine. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving cotton pads behind. Mm. I now Ugh. have... Cotton's one of those things that just makes me go... Ugh. Is it because it's yeah. soft? I don't like it. That's okay, you don't have to like, like it. Ugh. You'll leave it behind then. Cotton <laughs> okay, pads yeah, I'm and wooden cotton pads behind because they're really bad for the yeah. environment. Plus, you can get now um, bamboo cotton pads and you, wa- you wash them in mm-hmm. the washing machine and... There's, you can get like a pack of like 16 and they're beautiful and it's bamboo so it's even better for your skin oh I like yeah, that genius yeah. I've got the flannel yeah flannel so Cliff gonna... oh um I can't remember what else was on the list Madden oh <laughs> Madden. you know the Madden, Madden and Miss oh yeah yeah like 
cling film. Cling film. I've got two solutions to cling film. So I've got these like stretchy lid things. Yeah, the silicone lids. Yeah, yeah. That you paid three times the price for. I know, I paid way too much for them. But I will literally point. use them forever and you can even put like oh I'm so impressed by it. I know. You can literally put it on top of a wine glass, turn the wine glass upside down and no water comes out. Yeah. And you can wow. stretch them on anything. Yeah. They're amazing. Um and then also those uh beeswax yeah. wrap things. Yeah, got a couple beads. of them on the way. Yeah. And they're so pretty. Mm. Yeah, they are cute. Yeah, no, there's different different wax ones you can get, and they last for like a year. You just wipe them down with a wet cloth, mm. and then you go again. Good. You can get like completely vegan ones of those yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, my mum got yeah, some in Bali. Yeah, my mum got some in Bali as well. So, I think we've covered All right, okay. right? <laughs> Yeah. We are no longer living in the past. We are in the present, which is also the future. All right. Yeah. Keeping it. Okay then, thank you. So, Joshua, back to you. Well, I didn't get that far. So what is this? So things we want to see more of. Yeah, what what would you like to bring into this year? If you could see something happen, Mm. what would it be? Apart from, we can't cover the topics we already covered. Yeah, so in the past. Yeah. I think it needs it needs and it will be the year where people stop relying on governments and bureaucracies and authorities to be the be the catalyst Mm -hmm. of change. I think this will be the year where people take the power into their own hands. And I think we really need to we need not not rise up in a in like a um like a mutant a mutiny kind of way. Like like but but actually just claiming back your power as yeah. well like understanding what a difference you as an individual can make and what you what the power you have to do in a system and not i think and i've been there myself like feeling so disillusioned feeling like i'm just one person in like this like you know infinite world of people but you can only focus on the impact you can make and the impact you can make is huge so much bigger than you know mm-hmm. and i want people to be able to take back that power and do whatever it is no matter how small whether it's growing their own food or um I don't know, like making changes in their homes, make it more energy sufficient or what, however that looks. Like I think that's really going to be the year where people start taking action because like mm-hmm. it's not coming from above. No, 100%. Why would it? No, They're I know. here to make money and yeah. that's what they do best. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, Josh. I think you are in charge of your own actions and you get up in the morning and you decide what you do every day. So you can decide how you live it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me... I'm going to just take, I want people to, is it about me or other people? Or can it be like I think just make more conscious effort. So just stop and think about decisions and just try, try your hardest. Mm. Even if you just do one thing. Yeah. That's all that matters. I've got two that kind of tie into one. Yeah. Ish. So mine is um, compassion. Um, not me personally, but just as a whole, I'd love to see more compassion from people, mm-hmm. whether that be towards animals, but probably even more so towards other human beings mm-hmm. um, would be a good place to start. Um, and I think, again, it's going back to kind of doing the things that you can do as an individual. And for me, I started implementing it at the last end of last year, especially after doing that podcast with Alex from um, The Soup mm. Kitchen in London. And I started making more of a conscious effort with homeless people um, because, do you know what, the majority of homeless people, I think their biggest struggle is the fact that they must feel 
so or they do i know a lot of them do feel so insignificant can you imagine literally sitting there all day and people yeah. avoiding eye contact mm. with you? yeah they're not treated like real humans and no. they are no um and I, I i think it's devastating so i actually like all i had it was after veg fest and i had some olives so i went up to them and i was like oh, guys do you eat olives and the two people who were there were like no there's made olives so i walked into the train station i saw my train wasn't for 20 minutes and i was like oh there was a Starbucks over the road. And this isn't me trying to get praise for doing a good deed either, by the way. This is that everybody should just go on with this. But I went back out. And I remember having the conversation with Alex. And he was the one who prompted this. Where he was like, if you're going to offer somebody something, food or whatever, give them the choice. Ask them what they would like. Because mm. that goes such a long way. And the fact that I then went up to them and asked them and acknowledged them. And I was like, okay, well, what is it that you like? I'm going to go up to Starbucks. So, like, okay, and what's your name? The looks on their faces when I actually asked who they were. Yeah, their mm. name. Mm-hmm. And I went over and I got them like a, a hot chocolate and a cookie or whatever. Went back. And honestly, like, at that point in my life as well, I had bills coming out of my ears. <laughs> and I really couldn't, I didn't really have much at all. But I have never Just felt, <laughs> I have never felt like my money was more well spent. Yeah. Like, so it was true. the best gift that, I, and this is the thing as well, like, it's not about being selfless because that doesn't actually exist. Because as far as I'm concerned, the more that I do for other people, the better I feel about myself. Like, mm. it's that it's a gift yeah. that gives back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it actually is nothing to you, but it's so much to them. Right, I'll get over it. I'll get paid again. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, I might struggle that week to be able to do this or that, but that's really not a big deal. Like, when I've literally made such an impact on somebody's yeah, exactly. day. Yeah, exactly. You've thought about someone mm. else. So I want to continue that and just... Yeah, continue yeah, to impact people. Yeah, you do <laughs> Yeah, I'd like everybody to just be a bit more compassionate. So that includes the kind of, like, the removing of judgment, just mm-hmm. supporting people. Again, going back to kind of, like, the successes, I think they all intertwine. Like, yeah. let's all just lift each other up because then that's when this, I'm calling it uprising, <laughs> but the uprising and, and people, like, just embracing their power again and their yeah. ability to actually have an impact yeah. yeah and i think that will come from us all pushing each other 100 percent. it's hard and that that will that will come as well if you focus on your own actions like you say like what's one kind deed mm-hmm. because one kind deed then it's the ripple effect right mm-hmm. it it kind of it's contagious and it comes on to others and then if if someone sees you talking to that homeless person then someone's probably going to be that could be someone you never met they're just walking someone else by. actually went up afterwards yeah and there you go Aww. and there you go and it's contagious and then like that that energy is what is going to turn this thing around like that exactly. being spread and if we can all just focus on doing a little bit more ourselves and that is just going to go and that's going to ripple out like yeah. do you know what i've just caught myself on something that i did just a mm. second ago where I started telling the story and I automatically felt like I needed to say, oh, but I'm not trying to get credit yeah. for mm-hmm. something. But do you know what? Like, because you see often on Instagram or Facebook, there'll be these viral stories where you'll see somebody giving a homeless man like $100 or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? Like all these, mm-hmm. or a lottery card and he's won mysteriously yeah. type thing. And then everyone's like, oh, well, why don't you just do this in private? Da, 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 da. Like you just, do you know what? Shut up. shut up can we not just praise each other for doing a good deed it doesn't matter if you then talking about it does get you a bit of like a feel good feel and people are like oh that's great but someone everyone did that to get views or whatever they're still giving to the but that's gonna let's just let's focus more on people's intent Mm. yeah and that's gonna encourage other people to be like oh he did that I should do that Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter why you think you should do that you are now gonna be doing it so that's good and if you've done it 
don't judge yourself for trying to share it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just Share it and carry it. on. Yeah, like, mm. do you know what? I made an impact on two people's days. I made myself feel better by doing it. Yeah. I'm now voicing it. It's making me feel good again for mm. doing that. And also, I'm hoping that it will make other people want to go and do it. Yeah. yeah. So, go on, T. <laughs> go on, T. Cliffy. Um, so is this what we're carrying through? Or what? No, not what you're carrying through. What you're bringing. Well, the thing is, <laughs> I I want to carry through what I was doing before because I feel like I was only just beginning. You can bring that. All right. Is that right? <laughs> right? Yeah, I feel like as Josh was saying before, like last year was a very big year of change and people are waking up to to what's going on in the world and stuff like that. And I feel like I really I don't know where it came from. I mean, it was always in me, and I was always like I always really cared about the environment and animals and health and stuff like that but I feel like the beginning of last year I don't know yeah I just ignited this fire inside me and I, I became like a little bit of an activist eco-warrior an eco-warrior <laughs> um I yeah I attended like quite a lot of talks and stuff and I just felt so so passionate about it and that's where I kind of like called Josh a lot in late at night being like we need to do something about this we need to do something about that um, oh. So yeah, I just feel like just because the years end, it doesn't mean that that has to be that that has what to stop in, or that anything. What has in to particular? Change. We need to be specific. No blanket terms. Um, so in like specifically, like what kind of things were you thinking? Like we need to do something about this. Oh right. Um, basically, just like raising awareness of what's going on in the world. Mm. So the Amazon wildfires. Um, our Black Friday slash Green Friday campaign, um, just like general environmental issues. Uh, Having like strong, like, so could we say stronger messaging about what's going on? Mm. Yeah, and also just like teaching um, people how they can make an impact mm. because obviously we can make an impact as a business because we are a business and we have tools behind us that we can, that we can enforce to like, make change but also down to an individual level just teaching our customers and our followers and our family and our friends what they can do without overwhelming them because I feel like quite a lot of the time people they see what's going on and they don't they don't know how they can help and they feel overwhelmed and they don't do anything mm-hmm. um, whereas like as as a business um, we have like social media we have a customer database we have a blog we have like so many tools where we can educate people and like take away the kind of like scariness of it and just mm. show people how they can. And we also have like great um, ambassadors and influencers and stuff. Who She's really selling the company, guys. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell she got so exciting? <laughs> I like to hide behind the company <laughs> to show people what they can do. Um, no, yeah, because I personally feel overwhelmed a lot of the time. Mm. And um, yeah. yeah, I feel like if we can simplify things and like, it's the easiest way to teach people en masse, like, mm what they can do mm. and kind of like simplify it. It's going back again to that first initial point with goals and stuff. Mm. And it's like, we have we, we can see the big picture on certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, so the goal is to reduce plastic. Yeah. That was one of the goals, right? So you come up with the tangible steps to make a difference. Okay, so how can we as a business impact that? Home compostable packaging. Yeah. Okay, so then how can we further impact that? By teaching people why we're doing that. Yeah. Then all of a sudden people are thinking, oh, well, what other of my products are in plastic that don't necessarily need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's just having that kind of knock-on effect of seeing the big picture thing because obviously as a, we are a business, yeah. but I don't, 
I obviously the reason why I think we're also passionate about this business is it's it, we're not here for revenue. Yeah, we're here for world change, right? Yeah. yeah, and having an impact. And I think that's the thing. It's it's coming up these goals and having these people that are also passionate about similar topics, but have the ability to strategize it, yeah. simplify it, yeah. educate, and make a change from the inside in. But yeah. inside that, in, inside it's out. also it's also teaching other businesses about what they can do. Because mm. if they see us making home compostable packaging, mm. then they're like, okay, well, we need to be mm. doing that. And like, they see how well it's gone down with our customers, our Kickstarter mm. campaign, etc. And like, uh, teaching other businesses how they can be more sustainable is going to have much more of an impact as well. Mm. Because like, it's, a lot of the issues that have come about have come about because businesses are unsustainable and they just want mm-hmm. to make money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, and if you take it back as well to like what we were saying about goal setting and about how like setting like the the steps you need to to get to where you want to be and how that route can change so much. And if you look at kind of the route that we took with the compostable packaging, we were working on that for like two years and the route that we'd planned da, 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 to get there, it was nothing like that, right? It was so many twists and turns and talking to different suppliers and trying yeah. new materials and mm-hmm. things falling flat on their face. And that's gonna happen if you set yourself a big lofty goal that no one's ever got done before. Like it's never mm-hmm. it's never gonna be like that that no. yeah. road that people have walked. It's always gonna be like, you're gonna have to take a hacksaw and like make your own path. But when, when, yeah, but when, when you, but that is kind of, if you, if you set yourself that goal and you're willing to get there with like nothing, like nothing's going to step, stand in your way, then it won't. Like if you have that mentality and you can take that in and like nothing will get in the way. Um, and that's why I always talk about like accountability as well. And it's like putting your goals out there yeah. and saying to someone like, this is what we're working towards. Yeah. Like when when like Salva and I we said to everyone in the company like this is what we're doing we're getting home compostable packaging yeah. knowing how much you guys believe in what we believe in mm-hmm. like we were never going to go back on that like we were going to make sure that we would put everything into making that happen yeah. whatever it meant and if you've got something that is really important to you and you're working towards like put them out there and tell people yeah like we had nearly 600 backers that mm. had pre-ordered the packaging mm-hmm. and yeah we had a few hiccups even after that point yep. but like we already had this accountability of these mm-hmm. people who wanted this packaging and obviously we all wanted this packaging yeah. too but like there's that end goal that you're always looking towards so like yeah although there's hiccups along the way if you know for sure what you're aiming towards then you'll always get there mm-hmm. so I'll, I want to do one more thing <laughs> one last thing <laughs> one thing you're going to do more of this year simple Hmm. Can tell I put them on the spot again. I'll go with mine then to start with, so you guys get an extra couple of seconds instead of just doing. Hmm. So I literally just thought of it a minute ago because I found us all laughing, right? Yeah. And like, it's one thing I've always loved laughing, and I don't know what's happened, but this year I've already noticed there's something different where I think it's more where I'm aligning myself with the right people. Yeah. But I'm laughing so <laughs> fucking much, and it feels so good. Yeah. Aww. Like it's the best. <laughs> it is the best, but it's finding those people that get yeah. your humour. Do you know what I mean? And just spark that, and knowing what makes me laugh. I laugh a lot around you guys. Yeah, we just laugh at the weirdest stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Strange noises. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no pigs are harmed in the making. <laughs> so yeah, that was mine. Nice. Hmm.
I think if the world could get to that place where like everyone's just laughing more, like that would be so nice. much better. You can't you can't be mad or jealous or upset like when there's laughter. Top tip. I said this when I was like 20, right? I swear. <laughs> I did this thing and I used to say, it may still happen, but I say, I bet you I'm going to end up on, one, on TV one day and I'm going to talk about this. <laughs> but when you're feeling sad, jump up and down on the spot with your arms by your side. You can't help but laugh because you feel like an absolute twit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What are you bringing? Uh, I'm going to take some time. Um, can we go to Charlotte first? Because okay. um, she's got one. I'll tell you what I really love doing. Just like childish stuff. Yeah. So like going to like no, trampoline parks, bowling. Mm. Um, simple pleasures. Yeah, literally simple pleasures that like don't cost a lot. But like you just go do, just reminisce on your yeah. childhood and just like be really silly and just do silly be things. Be free. And yeah, like, and most of the time they're like, they are like forms of exercise, mm. but you don't feel like you're exercising because you're just like, your mind just goes elsewhere. I feel like yeah. as, well, as, a, as a kid, you end up being so care, or especially our generation, you were so carefree because you were just outside playing constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, literally. It's stuck like in the mud, bulldog. Stuck in the mud. Yeah. Stuck in the mud. Oh, what Blocky123, that was a game. Never heard. No, no, no. What? <laughs> I did cheesy plus. It's a long name for I it. I did cheesy plus one, two, three. How do you add? Cheesy plus, cheesy plus one, two, three. Okay, don't know that one yeah. either. You'd have to really? ve- veganize <laughs> that one. I guess it's me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm struggling a little bit. I think for me, I'm gonna s- just keep no, because I'll just get bigger. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's not big. <laughs> the panic in my voice. That was anyway. I think for me, I'm going to just keep my positivity because sometimes Good. I do yeah. find mm-hmm. that I'll I'll be around something or someone and I'll I'll feel like squashed and not myself and yeah. I think sometimes I think oh maybe I'm too much and this person doesn't like me and you know what if you don't like it then that's fine because <laughs> I make myself laugh and I'm <laughs> positive so I'm just gonna keep positive Polly and keep her right here. Yes. 100%. 100%. That actually ties in with, like, really what I was thinking as well. Yeah. Just, like, being completely and authentically yourself. Yes, like, just yeah. owning yourself. Like, the weird bits, the the crazy bits, the bits that, like, you're... The vulnerable bits as well. The bits that you're kind of scared mm-hmm. to share. Because they're the bits that people love. Like, when people... When, when you see someone who loves... Like, it's, believes in themselves so much and is so authentically themselves, like, you can't not love that person. No, so true. You really can't. And if you do dislike that person, you're probably, like... You're, you're probably angry or upset that you can't be that way. You yeah, can't be so... you're probably hiding yourself yeah. a little bit, that you're a bit jealous that you... Exactly. I think that's how I finally got a boyfriend. <laughs> I started to allow my cackle and my six. Well, maybe I'm gonna get a boyfriend now. <laughs> yeah, all my weird fa- and my weird facial expressions. I think that's what well, finally kiss. got it. Yeah, that's what finally got it. That's there you go, it. guys. If you're single, you're single. <laughs> cackle away. Oh, I think that brings us nicely to the end of this podcast. Yes. Um, we could obviously continue for a long time if you can tell these guys came to lists. Um, but no, I think that was a great conversation to have. We hope that you guys were able to take something from it, um, whether that's going to a trampoline park, saying hi to a homeless person and asking their name, or just being that little bit judgmental. Um, whatever it is, let us know and let us know if there's anything else that you want to bring into this year. Have a little time to reflect on the past year and uh, speak to you soon. Quick update. Do I have time? Yeah, go on. All right. Um, we, <laughs> you just, I'm doing weird hand gestures today. <laughs> Keep um, going. 
I'm just being myself, you know. Uh, <laughs> so we have an event on the 26th of January, which we're really excited to tell you guys about. So we, um, you guys may remember Christian Lewis Pratt, who's been a massive part of Vivo like since day dot. Like he, um, for for those who don't know, Christian was an ex England rugby player. Um, we were just starting up Vivo. This was like 2015, 2016, and he came across our protein powder, and he got in touch and was like, "Guys, I love your product. Love what you're doing. Like, let's let's work." And like, we worked really, really closely together for like two, three years. And he made his debut with a um, dressing gown yeah. in, the kitchen, in the Vivo kitchen. <laughs> yeah, because none of us have been on camera before, so we were like, "Right, you're doing the promo video." And I remember we got this this script that was like written by this media company, and so wasn't Vivo, was it? It was like, "Okay, you need to have guy in dressing gown in a kitchen, like showing off these products." <laughs> and we were like. Yeah, literally we're like christian um and we're yeah and then so this year he's gone off and he's like done a he's launched his own gym and he's doing really really well and we are now combining forces again we're going to be doing a monthly uh event at his gym which is going to be like it's vivo branded there's going to be smoothie bars there's always going to be vivo people there um and it's a chance to like train the vivo way meet like-minded people uh, eat amazing food after and just like have an amazing time so the first event is on the 26th of January. It's at Move Market Halls um, in Fulham. Yeah, it's really close to Fulham Broadway Station, as in, like... Stop, drop, and roll. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really not far at all. There is parking at Fulham Broadway Station if you were driving. Yep. Um, it's pretty easy to get to off the M4. So, yeah, you haven't really got an excuse. So, 26th of Jan. Yeah, we'll Mid-day. put the link... Midday to one thirty, mm-hmm. uh, and this is like really part of our commitment. We want to really be focusing more on like, and this is why we're all here today. We've been talking about like community and events that we want to do next year, and we really want to like bring that thing forward. And in a time where people are feeling probably more disconnected than ever, like really like focus on building that community and building that tribe of people that care about the same things and like are interested in the same things and lift each other up. You know, and just so, to, just to also say, Fulham Broadway is. In London, in the UK, for wherever you are listening in the world, if you are not London-based, then I'm I'm sorry. But let us know where you are, because we would like to bring an event near you if there is enough demand. Yes. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope we see you on the 26th of Jan. But regardless, I will see you next Wednesday. Woohoo! Bye. Bye, guys.